Welcome to the Dr. Dion Show, where real conversations about diversity matter. I'm an educator and consultant specializing in diversity and inclusion. In this show, I interview top experts and people like you and me, highlighting issues like race, gender, and disability. I'm here to create change, expand your understanding of what diversity means, and to continue the mission toward equality so that everyone has a fair shake. This show is not for the faint of heart, so put on your big girl and big boy pants and ride along. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Dion Show. Today I'm excited. I'm joined today by Miss Clara Wang, who is a Chinese immigrant in Canada. She has spent 10 years, the last 10 years, uh, studying in North America. I'd like to talk about that a little more. And also you are currently a private banker and investment banker at uh, HSBC. And you also lead, head up, and uh, an NGO, a non-governmental organization, also known as a nonprofit here in the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, called Emerging Young Artist. Welcome, Clara. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dion. I'm so proud and uh, so honored to be joining you on this show. Hi, everyone. This is Clara speaking. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Clara. So, so who is Clara? What- so Clara... Clara is, uh, is not my legal name. As you, as you already introduced, I am Chinese. I'm, I'm from an Asian background. Mm-hmm. Um, my legal name is called Bushuo, which was given by my grandparents, and that means big steps. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a very boyish name, so I was always mistaken as I was growing up. Um, and Clara, I just I named myself because I, I, I like the sound of it, and I know it was used in a lot of uh, different languages, and that meant uh, clarity in a lot of languages. Uh-huh. So, so which, which is a quality that I, I really appreciate and I hope I uh, you know, present. Uh, thank you for the very nice introduction. I, yes, I have been in studying and, and now, now living. This is my 10th year in North America, mostly in Canada. Uh, you know, coming from an Asian background, I think I have officially you know, passed the stage of um, the cultural shock, shock, the initial shock and the initial, you know, um, compromising understanding a different totally different cultural uh, environment now i'm i'm I, I would like to say i'm pretty comfortable this is my second home i'm working there i made a lot of friends there and um, like you mentioned yeah there's a there's a great um, company that i work for there's an amazing organization that i'm leading uh, and uh, very happy to be part of both I, awesome i love that so because i talk about diversity conversations that matter mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to know uh when you talked about having a culture shock what was that like for you <laughs> uh so i was first of all 18 so everything was a shock to me mm-hmm. and <laughs> so canada uh on the milder side i would say you know c- comparing to a lot of other countries in the world uh, still first of all the language was a ne- language never used in a life in my life so i had to acquire the language you know i had i didn't understand a lot of phrase that was used in the university i was i had a, a roommate that was a local uh canadian girl who taught me a lot and just you know way of doing things the way of perceiving things mm-hmm. like learning a new coding of of how your brain can function and how you uh, receive information and and reciprocate so it's it is quite 
an experience initially and uh, you know it's it's a different type of society and if you you know even let me comment on the you know personal side the the social distance is different the way people make friends is different the, the oh. way people make connection is different so so first of all China has you know a huge population yes. compared to Canada so the physical distance is much smaller much much smaller <laughs> compared to Canada uh, when you drive for example, if there are four lanes on the road, you won't see five cars <laughs> driving all together. You will see uh -huh. three or four cars at most. Um, well, that's half joking, half half real. And uh -huh. uh, in, you know, in Canada, when you're making friends, you sort of um, start it slow. You know, you, you get introduced, you have a conversation, maybe you meet up for coffee. You know, in a few days. In China, it happens just. Fast. Like you, you almost wanted to get to know everyone on the very deep level from the first meeting, and really? they think is is very um, it's very common. Uh, wow. And people there are not afraid of asking you very personable questions okay. you know, from the very get go. For example, are you married? Do you have kids? You know, how much do you earn? Where, where do you work? You know, what, what do you think of your mother-in-law? Like, <laughs> really? no way. Yeah, yeah. The, it is. It is something that is still. I, I'm still sensing the difference, and now being so used to um, uh, what, how it is in North America, going back home, talking to some of you know relatives or, or, or friends that are not so close. It, it is. It is becoming a, a, a reverse culture shock now when I go back. Wow. <laughs> Because, you know, I can, I can identify with being asked all those questions about, you know, your, your marital status, are you, mm -hmm. you, know, are you a mom? Really? From a, from a complete stranger? Like, yeah. very, um, very first conversation? I've had people ask me questions, but, but yeah? one thing okay. I've never been asked, ever, is um, not even like my closest friends have asked, what do I make? And nor have I, have I asked them. <laughs> which is that's what, right. That's it is it is it is a very uh, sensitive subject, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think it is part of what's you know, becoming a very common conversation now in, in yes. China that people get together and, and sort of figure out how much each other make. <laughs> okay, now, so is, so is that a is that a millennial a millennial sorry approach? Is that is that for younger generations or that old? Actually, old not necessarily. Uh, it happens. I think I think actually millennials have a little bit better uh, a sense of holding that distance uh, between okay. individuals. It, it happens more so in like slightly older generations. Very uh, uh, and, and, and it happens more often when they're talking to someone that's younger than them. Okay. So they feel like they, yes. have, okay. they, they have that sort of status or authority or, or they, they, have the, they have that right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So speaking yeah. of money, what, what made you get into? Oh, banking, so becoming you, a private banker and investing. That's, what, that's and right. You're extremely good at what you do. <laughs> other conversations. So, how did you get into that? So. Perfect. Thank you so much. It was such a, a nice short summary of what I do. And yeah, so my full-time job is, is a banker, is a private banker for HSBC. Uh, how I got into it is because when I was studying university, uh, you know, I had two majors and uh, one of my specialty uh, uh, is in finance and economics. Mm -hmm. So um, as I was studying, you know, it, inevitably that sort of led to a career path that's finance driven and you know a uh, wealth management uh, driven and uh, I landed my first job in a bank a Canadian bank and you know I've probably acquired the passion as I was learning on the job you know you know getting all the certificate and I really enjoyed the part where I am front desk so I'm directly client facing mm -hmm. uh, 
directly, you know, advice uh, oriented. So that part is sort of, sort of really what's driving me and, and making me really passionate about the job is, is being able to build that trust and relationship with someone and work out a financial plan together to, to sort of protect or grow or, or, uh, you know, diversify their wealth. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. So that's, that's, that's really, really rewarding because some of the finance job, you could be very number uh, numbers oriented where you don't even talk to people you don't you don't see one someone you're yes. just building a financial model in the background using some sort of program uh -huh. so I've, I've done that while i was studying and i know i enjoy the part where i connect with people much more absolutely um, so yeah so well, that's so, your personality i, I know that <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you i know i really i really enjoy that and i think it it means a lot and and in this day and age I think it's very important to be able to meet someone and have a real conversation yes. and have a second conversation and not let that connection sort of go. Um, and, and when I say connection, I don't mean, you know, um, let's exchange resource, right? Mm -hmm. Let's exchange information, uh, not something that's that, that efficient or that realistic. It's, it's a part of actually being curious to another human being. Mm. wanting to know more about the other person and if you find common ground if you find things that drive you similarly then then you will naturally sort of you know come together i love that i love that i really, I really believe in that <laughs> i love that and i totally agree i believe i believe, I believe that as well and, and i know and, you are <laughs> <laughs> and i think you know i always say if you, if you talk long enough to somebody you'll find something in common and that's right that's right if you can't then you're not you're not talking long enough <laughs> No, I mean, we have everything we do. We have stuff in common for sure. And I always say that the first, the first thing you can say is, you know what? We all came from a, from a woman. We all, ah, have, yeah, that's right. That's start right. There, start there. Yeah. So I love that, that you have, that you, that you're, <laughs> you're very interested in making sure you have the, the, the relationship with people, especially mm -hmm. when you're dealing with money. Um, it is, it is. If I sense a slimy person <laughs> who just wants the, the, um, to close a deal and right. they don't care about yeah. me, I just, yeah. it's game over for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, funny shit, you mentioned that. I, I think it is it is an industry where, you know, money is this, like I said, I, I believe in most culture, uh, money is a very sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the most part, private. Yes. Right? Someone wanted to be able to protect their privacy, being able to trust someone to follow their advice and, and being able to say that I, I own this decision too. Because I don't believe in not making an informed decision in the finance world and you, you awesome. have to be on the same page literally with your client to implement a plan eventually and have that sustainable um sustainably uh, growing in the long term um like so it's 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 we always say in our profession like it's it's a fine balance between the relationship and the knowledge if yes. you have too much just on the relationship and your clients just do whatever you say that's not right that's not healthy and you make mistakes right you could you can make mistakes and if you only have knowledge and you're not able to connect to anyone then like even though your advice is correct nobody yes. will be able to follow you so it's 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 a funny it's a funny um it's a funny feeling uh you know when you when you hit that sweet point of where you you know that you're really engaging this person in front of you and you're Absolutely. doing this together it really gets you excited actually about money not your money yes. you know how helping someone else with their money so uh -huh. yeah there you go it is well, uh, i love that you found you you you, you found that that sweet spot <laughs> and knowledge you. because you know, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but I, I've, I've met a lot of finance people mm -hmm. and um, they, can, they can typically be just more kind of heady, like just, um, oh, like just um, the terminology the, the, yeah, and, the, and, the, and the, what's it called? The, um, 
<laughs> not as warm. Like you can't, you, uh, you, you don't really have, you don't feel that affinity. Facts, like yeah, yeah. the facts, right? Yes. Do this, follow those steps. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're not reading a manual. You're, you're, you know, there's a little bit of handholding there too. So, yes. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love That's that. Right. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so, speaking of passions, I, I know that we actually connected via one of our, one of, one of uh, my dear friends and yours as well, yeah. uh, regarding um, the nonprofit that you that you're involved in, which is called mm -hmm. Emerging Young Artists. Can That's you share um, a little about that? Sure, absolutely. So, so you know, being so deeply involved in wealth planning in my day job, it makes me think, you know, what else is considered value and what else is considered wealth, you know, and uh, in, in someone's life, you know, even from a larger like societal sort of level, like what kind of value should we be aiming for, you know, other than growing our wealth, protecting our wealth, protecting our family, our jobs. Um, and and I, I can't help but to, to see, observe, you know, people that I work with and people that I work for you know they they get happy not just for money they get happy when they get involved in something they're truly passionate for mm -hmm. you know some people love to travel some people love to see shows and i was i was thinking so where do i sort of put that part of me my passion in something that i believe in that i wanted to contribute to mm -hmm. um so emerging young artists is uh is a non-for-profit organization that was uh, registered in toronto in 2015 not by me actually by its funder uh annie uh, who is a very close friend of mine and uh she founded it when i when she was still studying in the university of toronto as an art student and the original intention original drive of her was to help fellow young artists uh to get recognized to get the right type of exposure to 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 know more people to know more like more of their peers and and to communicate more so it was a very honorable drive. Uh, and, and when I joined the year after 2016, um, they were doing their second uh, event, which was a concert following the first exhibition. So, and it was this girl, you know, doing everything with, with her friend's help. And I just found that very, very touching. And I, 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 I recognize and I see the challenges that they go through as, you know, emerging young artists and they yes. name the organization that. So it is very clear where the focus is. They, they don't want to help everyone in the world. We, you know, we can't. They, they recognize that there's a gap. There's a need for recognition in that very segment. Absolutely. And, you know, truthfully, you know, once an artist becomes famous, once an artist have sold his or her first, you know, painting to a famous collector, or if once the person has ever exhibited in a, a famous place, like that's it, mm -hmm. you're, in, you're in now. Yes. So what about before? What about before you getting into that circle? You know, it's a long struggle. And there are a lot somebody, of people, yes, absolutely. Some, some people don't make it. Yes. Right? I'm not yeah. saying everyone deserves to make it, because, uh -huh. you know, it's just like every every other thing we do in life, you know, it's a is there's a competitive uh, component to it, but, but there should be more help. There Absolutely. should be more resources. There should be a better platform for them. So I joined because I really, it really resonated with me, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 uh, the organization's uh, sort of mission. And I wanted to be there and uh, help them refine it, help them grow it even faster. Uh, and so happens that she later on uh, had to leave Canada to pursue uh, education in another country. Oh, really? Uh, okay. And so she's staying on board with us and helping remotely. But uh, she has asked me to, to help her take over this organization. We were on a binge of 
maybe should we give up? You know, we, we just got funding for like an, an event, but you know, she's leaving. So it was, it was, it was a process. It was a hard thinking process for me too. Cause I, my job was busy yes. and you know, this is the country that I'm comfortable in, but I, I, I don't know how much can I do here? Like my, mm-hmm. am I, am I good enough to make a dent, you know, am I good enough to sort of make impacts? Absolutely. You know, this, is, this is what the, the, the organization was, uh, you know, supposed to do, right? So um, I've decided to, to do that. And, uh, you know, since then, we've grown the team. We have a team of 25 active members um, with, yeah, with the, with a board of six people. And um, yeah, we, we actively uh, apply, receive grants from different levels of government. We uh-huh. do workshops, we do exhibitions, we do concerts, we pay artists, we make them know each other, we facilitate programs among them. It's, 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 it's really doing quite well. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's so multifaceted. Can you share the event that um, I, when we first met, you had me, you directed me to your website and I saw mm-hmm. that event you did was it the royal, the royal museum <laughs> that's right yeah that was it because that, that, that was just like sure. a brilliant idea oh the, you're, you're i'm so i'm so happy that you noticed it so what happened it was last year we had an uh, a signature music concert uh that was organized and it happened in the theater in toronto someone on rom's board for young youth youth community board uh, mm-hmm. uh was there it was uh, she was there and she really loved it because for that night, we had 15 artists from like 10 different countries. They're playing different type of music and we make them collaborate. We, yes. we recompose songs and, and they were really coming together. So that representation of true diversity with so much color, I think, um, you know, really made her uh, appreciate what we're doing. And, and she reached out to me afterwards and she said, uh, here's the deal. Uh, I'm Rom, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we want to have, uh, you know, we have, we want to have exposure in your market. And I, I, I asked, what do you mean? And she said, you know, the museums, the galleries, the, the Toronto symphonies, you know, all of those very established institute, uh, they want to attract uh, millennials. They want to attract young communities uh, with diversity backgrounds. Yes. Because uh-huh. that's a big part of Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the, the and, population. And, and, and they are traditionally not of diverse backgrounds. That's right. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. So I think everybody is, is really recognizing the, the value of it. And, and she said, um, you know, how, how about you, um, you know, become our community partner and do tours at ROM, you know, and, and, and you know, bring your young artists, bring your diverse, you know, audience to us. And we, we really want to uh, have some exposure to that segment that you represent. I said, no problem. You know, I love ROM. You know, it's a, it's a landmark. It, it has great, great programming, you know, all the way in the next, into the next 10 years probably. And, but I said, but why don't we, do something together. Mm-hmm. And I said, why don't you let me do a show mm-hmm. in your museum? And that's what it happens because I, I was always wanting to do a music flash mob with that sort of diversity music component. Oh, yes. And I was thinking, should we do it on TTC? Should we? And so when they reached me, I was like, Ron, Ron will be perfect. Mm-hmm. So, so it happened there. So yeah, it was a, it was a day. It was, a, it, was a, it was a beautiful day of, I believe, like around 3,000 people showed up uh, in the audience, you know, throughout the day. 
and uh, yeah, so they were they were there. They were there. You know, artists were emerging. They were coming from every angle in different gallery rooms, among the artifacts, among the Buddha sculptures, you know, among the wall paintings. And they were they were showing up, and they were playing, and they left. Yes. It was for you know for half an hour, they were part of the museum, and but they brought something different. Absolutely. And and for those of you who are listening to this show, I encourage you. I encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Young Artist, Emerging Young Artist website and look at that because it's this, and, and I said to you when I first saw it that, um, you did, didn't even, you? Even just, but through, when, when you're looking at it, you, it just evokes this emotion in you. you. You get so drawn in and so connected and what you did, I can imagine what it was like the energy <laughs> and the, the, and I would say love in the room, um, yeah. there. And I got that feeling just by watching the video. So I thought, it, I, just, I just love what you're doing. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Diana. I really, really appreciate that. So yeah, the, really emerging young artists is, is growing. We're yeah. on our track to do more. We're on our track to, to actively partner with, you know, meaningful partnership that could provoke that sort of love, that emotion from our audience and, and also share that and, and make artists meet each other and create, you know, because that's what they're, that's what's driving them to become artists. Absolutely. Right? To create and, and to, to present themselves, to express themselves. And, and, I, and I love that too, because, you know, the art along with, I would say, music mm-hmm. and sports are probably the three things that transcend every culture, every type of person, Absolutely. everybody, just you get connected to it. It brings people together. Uh, so, so that's why I'm, I'm so happy to have you on. And, 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 and please also share your event that's coming up. Thank you. So this event is called Emergence. Uh, it's an exhibition that's been under planning for about seven months. The, the reason why it has taken so long is because this is the first uh, sort of partnership uh, uh, that we, we've reached out outside of Canada. So we've been helping local artists who came from diverse backgrounds. And, uh, and one thing we, we recognized as we were doing all sorts of events is is that we, although we live in a city and a country that's, that has so much diversity already in, in its own culture, in its population, and you know, people coming from everywhere celebrating on their own, but there's still not enough sort of cultural exchange events. And I'm saying that because I'm of a Chinese background and there's a big number of my people here. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's, there's no lack of wonderful Chinese restaurants. There's, you know, fashion. And we're here, right? We see each other. And we, 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 we love our country. We love our culture. Yet, in the last 10 years that I've been living here, I've, I haven't seen much uh, accurate or, 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 for the lack of a better word, true representation of what's evolving today mm-hmm. in the art sector of, uh, of China. Uh, and I say that because even when I ask my friends today, Chinese or non-Chinese who live in Canada, what have you, you know, what do you think of when I, when I mention Chinese art to you? You know, it's just an, as an example, just just like Latin American art, African art, you know, Aboriginal art, indigenous. So what do you, what do you think? What, what do you pick, envision when I mention Chinese art? So they talk about artifacts, uh-huh. right? right? Uh, uh, history, uh, maybe at best some uh, calligraphy, like ink paintings. There is a gap. There's a gap in, in understanding what is Chinese art. There's an understanding, uh, there's a gap in, in seeing them, uh, you know, life in front of you. Um, maybe, you know, at best people would mention Ai Weiwei. 
right? But but that's basically it. What really you know does Chinese art go beyond that? I really believe so. You know, it's been it's been such a long time before people talk about the culture and the art in in China, and so I just feel like it's a shame, you know, that we have the audience here, we have we have the we have the attention here, we have the curiosity here. Who is doing more to bring that true representation here? So, so we reached out and we partnered with this international art center in Beijing, who has done exhibitions in Berlin, in, in Paris, in, in Florence, and we're like, come on, why not Canada? Awesome. Why not Toronto? Yes. Look at look at us. We're here, right? And they're like, yeah, you are here. And then we're like, let's do it. So you know, about eight months ago, we. Agreed to do this together, and um, they really helped us uh, tremendously in in you know screening and 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 putting the show together, creating it. It's it's a it's a true collaboration between the two mm-hmm. the two countries, between the two institutions, with the same intention of of you know putting this exhibition on. So we are very proud. We have uh, eight artists uh, who will be exhibiting the, for the first time in Canada, who've nice. done their solo exhibitions, who've toured all around Europe. Their works are are collected, you know, by some museums in the Europe. Like they've they've oh, been nice. at Lincoln Center of New York. They've been everywhere, uh-huh. just not here. Okay. And we're like, you know what? We want to see you here. So so they will be here on Saturday. Uh, all their works are getting August, put up. Eleventh, sorry, August eleventh. On the eleventh, uh-huh. August eleventh, uh-huh. we have our grand opening August eleventh in the afternoon from three o'clock to about five p.m. Mm-hmm. So after that, we have the next nine days uh, until the twenty-first uh, uh, that will be open to public, and also it's free admission. So. We really wanted to send out the message that what we want to do is to open your eyes, to make sure you have access to what could be a piece or a facet of Chinese art today, contemporary art in China today. So please come and and take a look at the show. Some of the art will really wow, will give you a wow experience, and and you would you won't believe. Um, it's it's funny. I'll, I'll mention this very quickly. My colleagues uh, ac- accidentally saw our our uh, presentation deck, and he recognized one of the artwork immediately. And he's like, "I've seen that in France." And wow. I was like, "Wow, good for you, right?" Because it was a famous piece. It's a, it's a sculpture that's flowing. It's hmm. a sculpture made by paper, but it looks like sculp- a sculpture made by stone. And you could, wow. you, could you could you could mobilize it. Like, you know, so it's, it's, it's really amazing. And, and my colleague said, yeah. And, and I said, you know what, uh, this Chinese artist is coming this Saturday to do the show. And he's like, oh, Chinese artist, why is he copying uh, the other artist? No way. And I was like, uh-huh. you know what? This is why I'm yes. doing this. Wow. This is exactly why they're coming here. This is exactly why we're planning to do this exhibition. So you know that this is the this is the creator of this piece. You get to meet him in person and you know how good he is. I love that. He's not copying anyone. That's his work. You know, but, but but that's also cur- I'm curious, why would that information be lost elsewhere? I don't know. I really don't know. And, and I think that is a challenge of, of, you know, the art sector today that um, people get overwhelmed by, 
you know, like visual fragments of things and, and they sometimes lack the patience or the sometimes even the skills to research what's behind. Absolutely. You know, come from, coming from a very academic background of yourself, you know, I, I'm talking to someone that I, I, I believe that you would do work to look into certain Absolutely. things before, before even forming an opinion. Yes. That's that's my trust in in someone like yourself, but I, I don't I can't speak that for you know a lot of other people, including myself. Sometimes I look at a a short clip of something and it leaves it, it will left it will it will leave uh, leave me an impression, and and maybe I don't have enough uh, correct information about it yet. I'm already feeling something. Yes. So, it, it, it happens. So it's, it's very, it was very shocking when my colleague mentioned That's that. That's really odd. Yeah. So back yeah. to your point about being curious. So I think, <laughs> I think when, when you, like if, I, if I'm presenting with a piece, if, if it's in writing or even if it's, it's, it's an art, I, my first question is who wrote this? Exactly. Who, who right? Yeah. Right? That's the curiosity. That's yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's well, right. That. So now, so, <laughs> so, so what if you're not Chinese? What would you say to people who are listening who are not Chinese? Why is, why is this um, exhibition for them? That's an amazing question. Uh, as we were um, planning and marketing this exhibition, we, we were a little lost uh, at some point. We were like, this show is to, to have a true reflection of what Chinese contemporary artists are doing today. But should we label us you know, Chinese and Chinese exclusively? Isn't this show about you know, building that bridge and building that connection with everyone. Mm -hmm. isn't, isn't this a cultural exchange and information exchange that, that should register with, uh, you know, the, the population or the demographic that's beyond our own people? I mean, it is very important for us to Chinese people to come and see. Um, so, so, so we agreed um, that, you know, this should be for everyone. But then we got a little lost as we were marketing the exhibition, you know, through different type of ch uh, media channel. It, it, at some point, it seems like only the Chinese media channels are interested it, uh -huh. to, to coverage, to, to, to talk about it, to uh, spread the words. Uh, all the other media, um, you know, some of the other media channels or even individuals that I approached, uh, the response is, oh, it's very lovely. It's, it's amazing. But it, the, the, the word that they didn't say out loud is, I don't think it has any, anything to do with me. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and that's very funny because uh, you know, as much as you want to be very specific about who you want to help, what kind of art you're trying to do, when you link back this piece of art to public, you want to reach as many people as possible. That's right. you, know, you want to make a social impact as broad as possible. And then here's the challenge is people still see that label on you. And well, they when, when what's interesting <laughs> is it's and what's odd and mm -hmm. ironic is that that response is the antithesis of what Canada is supposed to exactly, be. Exactly, exactly. So, so, so when you peel back the onion, that's right. How are people actually interacting with each other? How, how, how much? Absolutely. How much is there? Um, uh, how much collaboration is there? Correct. So, it not be segmented into sure. a particular area. So, 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 I know you said the same thing happened with your funding. So it was hard that's to get right. funding. Because yeah. they want to put you in a little box and decide, Absolutely. oh, so you're, you're in this category, therefore you can right. get which is completely bizarre. It is bizarre, but it's so real, you know, Dion, this is uh -huh. such a, it's a very real, I, I don't want to call it an issue, but it's just, it's a, it's a real thing that you have to self-identify, you have to self-labeled, uh, you're, you're into a very small box for someone to know, okay, I'm, I know where my money is going. But then 
and but then they don't want to imagine you beyond that box yes. which is, it sort of defeats the purpose of of you know spreading out this love exp, uh, expressing this is message to you know a broad uh, audience a broader audience so it is it is very funny and i i don't know yet if there is a solution i was just at a panel uh speech in ottawa that was hosted by a good friend uh, an opera singer a very uh, you know talented female artist and we had a quite a few uh young professional art worker or artist joining us and they were from different backgrounds some is an indigenous curator some are working for our policy in the government some are a ballerina and and you know but everyone shared the same challenge they have to put label on themselves for them to be recognized and yes. then that label sort of restrict how far they can go so so this show I wanted to officially say this here, here at the at your show is not just for Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you know there really is no border for art. Exactly, it's, especially contemporary art. It's supposed to, it's supposed to not confuse you. Some people think con contemporary art is very confusing. You're looking at a block of color and you're like. This is supposed to be art. It's supposed to address contemporary issues. It's supposed to address what is the current environment, you know, politically, economically, you know, societally, and and it should raise a question in you. Mm -hmm. You should be able to look at something and feel something, or, or have a have a certain question. It doesn't have to be the same question, but then at that moment you become. Part of that art too. I love that. The, the love process that. of thinking, the, the 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 process that you are emerging into that space. Hmm. You know, that's the that's the beauty of contemporary art. And and uh, maybe this space is created to be an inviting space where you get to take a peek of some of the current Chinese artists' uh -huh. uh, creativity. But as part of the art, you're participating in it, and really, there is no limit on that. I love that. Um, I love that. And, and, and I will say, I, I, I do have a solution. I have a solution. Oh, I'm taking notes. I think it should be a stipulation. So either it's, it's one, one or the other, or, or even both. Either, you, either if you're putting on an event and you want funding, you mm -hmm. have to demonstrate that the event has a, diver, has a diversity component. Right. Um, and or if it's, if it's exclusive, as, I, as in this case, which it's, it's Chinese artists exclusively, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You should then have to demonstrate through marketing or whatever and outreach how you will reach diverse audiences. Right. So, so, so getting funding should not be predicated on you deciding that you're in one particular box and then mm -hmm. they decide whether you are, are you, you somehow fit into what, the, what, what their notion of what, whatever, the, whatever right. they do. <laughs> it's, 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 and as you said, art has no boundaries. So no. It's, it's very odd to me. Um, that you experienced that, but nonetheless, I, I am so thrilled that you that you oh. um, and your colleagues are doing this amazing. Um, Thank you. Yes, uh, the team putting some yeah, long hours, hard work into this. August eleventh is an invitation and RSP uh, opening ceremony. Okay. Uh, it is still it's still open to public, and you're still welcome to register on our website. Uh, and from the twelfth to twenty first, uh, from every day from twelve p.m. to four p.m., uh, it would be it would be the hours open to public and the location is close to Young and Shepherd uh, of Toronto which okay. is exactly address is 5040 5040 Young Street so it's yes. directly on it's directly on Young Street and it's uh, the Toronto Center for the Arts lovely I love that and and uh, 
can definitely try and, 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 and this is something, I mean, you're onto something, so you can, you can probably just recreate this in, in, in many different cities. I, there are a lot of starving emerging artists who just I think so. Yeah. They need a break. So I Absolutely. love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. <laughs> and they get excited too. I think they, they, they crave for resources. They crave for, you know, uh, representation of themselves. They also, they, they're looking for stimulation from pure artists. And I think emerging artists provided a platform where they, they come into a room and a saxophonist could meet, you know, a Japanese koto player and they could be playing a rock song together. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm saying that because they speak the same language, which right. is called music. Mm. They, they, they really, they have the same way of, of thinking, of creating and collaborating together. And we're facilitating that. And we get excited as, as an organizer. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, hopefully in the future, we get chances not to just record and, and promote them on our own, but to, to really promote this as, an, as a concept, as an ideology that's yes. implemented even with other uh, non-for-profit organizations. So I yeah, love that. I'm really love excited that. about it. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss Clara Wang of Emerging uh, Young Artists for coming on today. Thank you, Dion. Such a and, pleasure. Oh, thanks. And where can people find you? Just go to that website, Emerging Young Artists. That's right. So it's uh, Emerging Young Artists, it's plural with an S, uh, dot org. So that's our officially website right now. We promote all our uh, current news, our past events, our videos, our audios, and especially we create individual profiles for uh, artists that who, who've worked with us before. Mm -hmm. So you can find more information on that. We really want to make artists, the young emerging artists, at the center of our, our, our service circle. We, we want to make them you know, at, under the spotlight, we, we, and I'll, I'll say there's one of the Hungarian girls who expe ex uh, made it, made it to our exhibition back in March. She uh, shipped her painting from Hungary to us and we, we did the show together with a few other artists from all over the world. Mm -hmm. That was her first show. And since then she was invited to more exhibitions in Hungary. Lovely. That's and, amazing. You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm happy and I congratulated her on Facebook because you know, it, it really means a lot for me to see sometimes you just need to, you know, have someone or have the courage to take that first baby step, have the door cracked open a little bit, yes. you know, before someone else can take a look at you. That's right. And before, before you can take the second step. And it really, I, I really, I really believe in this, you know, this mission, this, this purpose of this organization and we really hope to, uh, to help. That's incredible. I love that. And because what you're doing is you're actually, you're, 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 you're validating the work of, yes. the, of these emerging artists. Correct. So, what's, what's, so once they get that kind of that notoriety and they get that recognition from mm -hmm. another entity outside of their own country. That's right. Oh, so then how oh. Exactly, we right? right? <laughs> or, or we didn't know this person existed or they did know, but they didn't get the person value. That's but now, right. they, now, now, they're, now, now they have a living yes. because they've been acknowledged by an, an outside entity. So absolutely incredible on, on yeah. many levels. Thank you so much for coming on today, Clara. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was such a great pleasure. And I, I hope to see you again in person uh, in Toronto when you're here next time. Yes, we'll have to go back to that time. Uh, that, uh, uh, yes, uh, that, is that, that Japanese that restaurant. Place. Yeah, so you fell in love with the, with the, with the fish there, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lovely oh, to talk yeah. to you. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care, you too.